Good morning. There's a handout. I don't know if we're going to get to it, uh, but we will try to get to the sugya. You don't need the actual Navi in front of you because we started Perikya Dalit. We saw inside Aleph to Dalit. So I just want to, one minute Chazara, to explain what we're going to try to figure out. One of the more challenging and uh, Nagea parts to Shaiftim Bechlal and uh, particularly Shimshin. And that will be the gayest issue. Before we get to that, through Pasik Dalit, Shimshin asked his father to arrange the Shidduch with the young lady from Timna, who was a Plishti. I mentioned last week, the Plishtim were not from the Zion Umas and this is a Raya. Didn't help for the amount of damage they're causing. And there's a Ramah in Hilchus Kibbutz Avayim talks about General Chiyuv Mekibbutz servicing and then this year of uh, not being safe to of not sitting in his place and the like. And there's a discussion whether or not you have to listen to a parent when it comes to a Shidduch. It's a good idea. It doesn't always work and that's why this din has to be there because you have to know what to do. Uh, the young bacher should not decide this on his own. It's obviously a very extreme situation. The best idea is to have the parents be in agreement and have everybody come and smile for the pictures. And that's uh, normally the way it's done. Lamaisa, for various reasons, it doesn't always work that way. Allah Lamaisa, the son has a chiv to get married. The father has a chiv to find him a shidduch independent of the chiv and the father and the son. If they can't come to an agreement and the son knows he's doing, the father is uh, not yet firm or has a kromashkaf, or is looking for something the son's not looking for, which happens. It could be uh, he can want uh, money or he can want somebody without any money and the son, the son just wants... He's, he checked with his rabbi and he's looking for the right things. So then he's going to listen to the father. He's stopping you from doing a mitzvah like any other matzah. He's stopping you from doing a mitzvah. You don't have a chiv to listen. Shaila by the girls... They don't have a some chiv to get married, but they're certainly within our system and the hashkaf sachayim and hatach sachayim is to get married. So many say there's not to listen there either. It's stopping her her progress in a ruchnius, and even if there were no ruchniyus component, they, they can't run her life completely. And asking her not to get married is already beyond the kibud and, and meru. The exception they bring is when the child is mavaz of the parents. So, question over here, the parents are tining a plishti girl? That's a mamish bizayan. There aren't enough girls in the market. And they, they had serious tining. They felt very uncomfortable, and they felt uncomfortable about the din, about the process, and it was a bizayan. So, Chari should have to listen. And that would normally be a kasha if we weren't talking about Shimshin, but there's a bigger issue, and that is he's marrying a shiksa who is going to be a Megayer, hopefully will be a Megayer, Bidyevid. And that's the sugya we're going to start getting into. And we began the Ramam last week. So that's not the main problem, that he's not listening where he should. The din is, he involves the parents, he has to listen. And if he's holding by, causing bizayin for the parents, should know that. Shimsha is not trying to cause a bizayin. He had the greatest uh, kibbutz for his parents, but he has a job to do. And the Pusik, so far in Pusik Dalid, weighs in in the side of Shimshin, Avavim Alayodakim Hashem, He Ketanu Vakesh Miplishtim. Basically, Plishtim Beishlam Yisrael. That's what we ended off last week. And therefore, he was right. 
Naftali Gwertz, who is now on the screen, uh, the Kasha was discussing him last night in uh, Passaic, and he also sent an email. And he wanted to know why it's not a violation of Lachatzif Inish Lashavya Lavu Ashliach, which is a Gemara and Kedushin. Don't I ask your father to do a Shlichus for you? That's, that's already lack of Kiba, lack of merit. So the Pasha says it's the same answer, is that there were bigger issues here than the slight disrespect of asking your father to make a shidduch. It's a shidduch what the Gemari Chal means. The father's a chiv to marry off the son. So the Gemari Lachar is referring to the fact that let the father take care of it. The son should go over and ask the father to do the Maisa Kedushin. He was asking him to arrange it. He didn't send him as a shidduch for Kedushin. La Maisa, it's not totally what you showed me last night from the Yitzhah Mepharshim of the Yavitz. David seems to say that his lashon is he's getting into a bigger issue of marrying this girl who's not yet Jewish and hopefully there's a gear process of Bichal and that's a bigger issue so yes is an issue and so is being mavaz them in a shidduch process but neither of those in Ogea we have is a bigger problem and they raised their objection and, and he said I I don't want to do this, but this is the plan, and this is what Yaakovin is referring to. Yes? Do we know his age? No. No. We don't know his age, and we don't know how old he was when he's going to get killed either. Mashma uh, Young, remind me in five months when we get to Delilah, if that quickly. Uh, one of her taina, there's a fictitious taina in her head, but one of her rationalizations is you can't keep this up, you're not getting any younger. Just keep that in mind. That's one of her, not a very good rationalization, because he can keep it up for 100 years. It's may Hashem that he has the kayach. So she was, uh, that was a cruel mistake, but that was her rationalization. So we don't know what she meant by that. It could mean, you know, how much of a geber can you be? You're pushing 30 already. You can't, <laughs> but it's wrong. But, so that's, uh, we don't know. That's the only possible way I stopped to think in a holiday. I wonder how old he was, but it's irrelevant. The kayach is makash baruch. What difference does it make? But she didn't appreciate that. That was the, that was the problem. But we're, um, we're three noshem uh, away from Delilah. <laughs> She's the third. So uh, we have to first figure out the first one. She might have been born a yid. She's, she's more, as complicated as this is, she's very complex and uh, more, more shrouded in a mystery. This one we know starts off as a plishti. So um, we'll focus on this. So that was a, a good kasha, but there are other things going on that he felt he had to do, and Maisa Pasuk agrees with him. And Mishpah Zazov points out, I think it's an interesting theory, the Geras process is complicated, and the normal circumstances bedieved at best, because it's hard to know. Shimshon already was a shame dover, and if he looks strong, which is a machlekes, but she might have had other reasons for wanting to marry him. She certainly didn't know his reasons for wanting to marry her. And we're going to go back to the Ramram uh, momentarily. Lamaisa, we have a uh, matzav where she's sort of coming in, and even if it's chal b'dievid, the question is, should there have been a longer process? And I brought this up last week already. The, the geiris today... About the dinim who know the din and know the Allah and know the process and have experience, which is few and far between. It's a, it's a real avoida. You have to shots up people well. They take their time and they go slow. And the more fakers they have, the slower they go. And rightfully so. You say, it looks on the outside. Uh, I get calls. Can I? 
call this person, that person, that based and to move it along, find out what's going on, fine. I'm happy to do it. Sometimes it's too slow and sometimes it can be discussed. Most of the time, after I speak to them for five minutes, I tell them, yeah, that's fine. Just keep the pace that you're doing. Once in a rare blue moon, I tell them, I, I, I appreciate that you're being extra careful, but I think based on what you're telling me, that's enough, and we discuss it, and that's that, that, my advice. But usually, uh, they're not going slow enough, and you don't want to find that afterwards, because it's lifting the on the person who can't handle it if they can't handle it, and um, you don't want to go too slow, because it's also Agmas Nefesh, and you should bring them in to do mitzvahs quicker, but that's a balance, and it's uh, more important than ever. So the Mishnah Zav raises the interesting point that perhaps Shimshin's mistake, now why is he saying a mistake? The Pusik says he was right. The Pusik says he was right for trying to implement the plan. He suggests that perhaps it was too quick. And the parents were saying, okay, now you have to be a Megayah here, we understand the plan, you have to be like a snake, you have to be sneaky, but she's only practicing mitzvahs for, I don't know, face, uh, she asked for a year but a year coming from zero of the Avadah maybe he did it too quickly. Or maybe he had the vart, and then they had a year to prepare, and that was too quick. And he mentions throughout Tanakh, you see certain situations that the decision might have been right, but they were derchik the shah, and that caused problems. David and Basheva, and the few examples. That's an interesting possibility. The Pasuk could still weigh in that he has to pick a fight, and he's trying to do that. And maybe it would have been better had he waited a little bit and picked the fight. I don't know how old he was when he started his mission, but he picked the fight six months later. Maybe he would have got a better candidate. The, the story we didn't see inside yet, but she's going to get almost tortured and then tortured and killed by her own people because she gave a secret away. It doesn't say Beferish. His plan is that they should threaten to torture her and slash her tires to say the secret it could have been that they came and they said the wrong answer. He's going to pose a riddle that they can't really answer. Well, it's the Shaila. We're going to get to that later. And he's going to hope to pick a fight that something goes wrong. They're going to have tainas. They are paying. They're not paying. It wasn't necessarily part of the plan that she should betray him. Not this time. It's certainly not with Delilah. So he suggests, I think it's an interesting suggestion, that maybe had she been further along, either he wouldn't have taken her because she can't handle it, or she would have been more entrenched in the Yiddish guy, she wouldn't have betrayed him. In which case, he would have picked a different fight. But once you're in the family, you can pick any fight with the Shver. It's not that hard. Right? <laughs> I'll find something else. A shrugger, the best man. Yeah, there are enough things. If you want to pick something, you'll pick something. Uh, if you're not looking for a fight, no reason to fight at all. Don't let anybody get nervous. Yes? That's, you see, his godless. He never got a direct nevuah. It's interesting. He wasn't a Navi. Shimshon Agiber, the title is questionable. But he, right. So, so I, I think we don't find, interesting, of all the Chazals we're going to discuss at length, we don't find anybody attack Shimshin, attacking Shimshin for doing the wrong thing. They can't. As the Pusik says... You can't argue with that. He knew that it was right. And the answer is, like the Pesach says before, that the, the Ruach Hashem was uh, like a pamon in him. He felt it, and that's great. That worked. He was right. That's why I find that Mr. Zav's suggestion is an interesting one. He's not criticizing the decision. He's criticizing the implementation and the timing. And there is something to that 
in Hashkafa that you could be doing the right thing too quickly, too slowly. So that could be part of the problem. And that would answer, why didn't they know this? Like they didn't know there was a hidden plan over here. They didn't know there was something unique about him. So this would answer. They knew, but uh, this, this, this girl, why don't you wait a year? Like make her boy, let her let her finish her her courses first. She's not even uh, familiar with the uh, Frushel's challah yet. And he felt these are my demon mitzvahs. I got to get going, and uh, we have to put this into place. Don't forget, every the downward pressure is not that he wanted to do a mitzvah. There are people getting killed every day by the Pushman. Pushman are, are terrorists. It's a dangerous matzah. So Shimshon might have felt, I, I can't wait. We gave her the fast version. She knows the basics because they see, the only Jews they see are from. That's going to play a big role. So she knows the basics and we'll work it in-house because I'm not doing this for the marriage per se. But it's not Mokuch. He thought that she would be put in danger either. And well, again, we'll save that uh, a few weeks from now when we get back to the actual mice of what happened. It's interesting how he rolled out this program of starting a fight. There's so many ways, as, as we read it, there's so many ways to start a fight. It's an interesting way to do it, but I don't know that it was scripted, that it went to plan the way it actually worked out. It worked out. They picked a fight, got to kill some plishtim, and they started hopping Myra that maybe we shouldn't start up with them. And that's the plan. That works. The details, which are important, uh, not so posh that that was his original plan, but that's not, uh, that's not this morning's uh, sugyam. Let's go back to the Rambam that you have in front of you from the upload from last week. It should say page 8 on top, which is really page 1. It was 8 from the longer copies. You're going to see the other ones uh, down the line, hopefully. We had this as a uh, lengthy sugya six, seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, and it not only got exponentially worse since then, but it's, it's the major issue. The government, uh, Baruch Hashem, which is no longer in existence, has been trying to repeal anything that is slightly uh, Jewish. Uh, so now we hope that's going to get a little better. So nothing's perfect. We're still in Gullis. I'm talking about the Israeli government. But the Geiris issue is a linchpin in their program of any left-wing liberal because they, don't, they really want to get rid of any vestige of Teremisina, any vestige of that. But they understand, unfortunately correctly, that the linchpin is Geiris because if you let another million people in who we all know aren't really Jewish, they do a cosmetic Geiris, then we have a million more votes for our left-wing. That's where it's coming from. Similar Lahavdal to a wall somewhere near Texas. There are, there are allegations that it's the same cheshman. And um, here, it's not just votes. It's we will change the character of the country. And that's why it's important for everybody to know. It's important for this sugya. This is the main sugya in Shimshon. Like, how did he do this and how does this work? But this is Maisim Chayim and Yisrael, where it's really a battleground. And it's the same battleground in America. It's just there's no law for or against because it's America. But we have the same problem over here in many ways worse. Because here is Mamish the Wild West. There's no, there's a law. They're trying to change the law. So we're going to get back into it, and I want to show you, often we don't spend time bringing up the ridiculous tightness of those who wrote uh, quote-unquote chuvas on it. But here you have to just understand how bad it is, and uh, it's rare you see a, a zia fatera. That's a strong Russian. 
but uh, the Zephyrtera of some of the things written on why they're trying to, we know why they're trying to prove, that they're trying to prove that Kabbalah's mitzvahs, this is the main phrase, that Kabbalah's mitzvahs is not Makhev and Geris. That's like tires is not Makhev in a car, or an engine is not Makhev in a car. It's basically saying the same thing. Uh, yeah, right. So it's, it's, I'm preaching to the converted over here. That's a great expression for this, so yeah. Uh, but it, when I show you the times, it's scary how they misquote. That's on some of this Rambam. The, most of this Rambam is misquoted. The Rambam is not that long. It's just it's part of this parak. That's why we can see the Rambam side. And I, I'm going to share with you as we go through what the, their, their, their perm tire is, but it's not even perm tire, and why it's completely wrong. But anybody with a sense of, even if you don't know the sugya, just with a sense of uh, Messiah, without any agendas, you tell them, a person who never saw the sugyas in Yavam, is that complicated sugyas, never saw a Rambam. You tell them, well, would you, do you think that the Kabbalah's mitzvahs ma'akev and geris? Like, what, what, like, your reaction just now, like, what kind of ridiculous, Kab- geris learned out from Kabbalah's terrorists. So we learned out one of their, the, the craziest raya is probably the most uh, hurtful in terms of the rishos that they said that and try to look honest that they believed it, is that we learned out geris and Kabbalah's terror, and they learned out psukim, they bought a carbon, and they had Mila and they had Tefillah. So it doesn't say anything about Kabbalah's mitzvahs. And then they bring a Medrash, which they completely butcher, that, uh, that Hashem had a title, the Klai Yisrael. I didn't even copy this Medrash. It's so bad, the shot over here. I'm just mentioning Adhech and Dvar Magim. They, uh, they tainted that uh, the Medrash says that Kosh Baruch Hu said about Klai Yisrael that even by Kabbalah's Torah, they had in their head to do Avarazar. So there is a medrash like that. The medrash obviously means that there was a small chedek of Klai Yisrael that still had a Yitzhahara for it, and that's what that chedek eagle. It doesn't mean there was no Kabbalah's mitzvahs. So these clowns want to say, oh, you see, even my Kabbalah says not about That is the most insidious thing I ever read in any sugya, because they're basically saying the crown and glory of Klai Yisrael is Nasev and Ishma. So they say, no, it never happened. There's no Nasev and Ishma. Imagine if somebody put that in print who claims to be orthodox. No, no, it's finished, man. That didn't happen. We have a medrash that says, like any medrash plea, they, they, they had a mind for Avodah Zarah. So you see, even though you're not really Makabal, so it's Chal anyway. That's what I said. It doesn't rank as Permto. You can't be that drunk to be able to say such a shot. What? Of course, the medrash is talking about that. Yeah, and even if there was some, you didn't like that. It means that an inborn Yitzhahara, and they should have purified themselves more, made it more. We said Nasev and Ishma. Arguing Nasev and Ishma? It's a Pusik. But that's how bad this gets. That's how contentious this gets. They stop bringing rise that no shaykhist to anything. And they're not butchering the Messiah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a medrash, there's a tosefta, but it all means the same thing. We, we know what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that Kaisal didn't say Nasev and Ishma. Well, they, they said it, they meant it, and they're human, and Chet uh, was a very bad thing. It has nothing to do with Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Again, it's, to even have to discuss it, we have to discuss it, because as we see this Ramam now, we're just going to have, we're going to raise some of the questions as we go along, but I'm going to answer them over the coming weeks. And you could see how uh, people with an agenda, you can... Make anything a crumb, but uh, it's uh, very, very sad to pin it on the uh, Rambam. The Rambam just bring down the sukkah. So let's go to Halacha Tesvo. We saw Halacha Yadalad last week where the Rambam says that L'chatchila, one should not do a geris with his ulterior motive, even when there be makabal mitzvahs. It's also L'chatchila to megayar somebody. If their primary motivation is marriage or money or covered or the basketball team or Israeli citizenship with the package, 
that you get certain zchuyot if you're Jewish under the law of return, which is the main problem uh, today. And even if they're makabal mitzvahs, you can't do a lechatchila. It's chal b'dieved, and the notion that the Ramam alludes to, he only alludes to it because it's so pashut. There's something called a ger tzedek, and there's something called a ger. It's very dinam over here, and it's important to know this. A ger tzedek, if somebody does it, me'avas Hashem, no ulterior motives, and that's the ger we're looking for, and we try to talk them out of it. And if they're really doing a ma'ava, they will push, like Rus, and Shamayi Vavtalia, and many others. One second. What we're not looking for, because to do this, is take the ones that are being pushed with ulterior motive, because it's hard enough to start doing mitzvahs when you're 20, 30, 40 years old, and if they have an ulterior motive, when that burns out, they're not going to be very good at it. And that's the kashen gerim kisafachas, which the Ramam is going to say, and that caused a lot of damage to them and to everybody else. But as chalif, they're makabal mitzvahs. So with that introduction, we'll take your question afterwards, because it's probably coming if you weren't here last week. So we'll, uh, if I don't cover it, let me know. Tezvav, lofichach, lo kiblu, based in, second white line, the Ramam. Based in Geirim, David That's a lot of years, many decades. Why? Two different reasons. Because David Hamelch is winning all the wars, and they realize after a while that if you want to stay alive, maybe you should be on their side. They had the streets made of gold paved with gold, and uh, they were doing so well financially, and they had the covet from the whole world, and they were, Shlomo Melech was, uh, Shlomo Melech tells you what was going on, and people wanted in, because a lot of money, a lot of glory, a lot of, not that the Eden were doing it for that, but the Goyim saw it, recognized it, and that already is an ulterior motive. Isn't that interesting? Pachad. Ram calls heavily Elam. It's a pretty good reason. <laughs> we understand them. They want to join, but still heavily Elam. That's not Avas Hashem. And joining because things are doing well in the economy in the time of Shlomo is heavily Elam. Enam Geri Hat Tzedek. Even though the Geri says Chal, but that's not the Ger Tzedek, which means there are a lot of Nafkamidis. There's no mitzvah to help There's no mitzvah to help them out extra. All the dinim that apply, especially the ger, but only by a ger tzedek, not by a bedeved ger. Bedeved ger is dangerous because, again, when this wears off, or if the economy is a downturn, they're often the mitzvahs will suffer because they didn't come here me'ava. If you don't come me'ava and then me'ira and with a real Kabbalah, it's not going to stick because they're not set up for it. Now, the Rambam introduces the facts were, this happened in the time of David, the time of Shlomo, and the time of Mordechai Esther, the Pesach and Megillah reports, same problem. They were misyadim because of pachad. That's what it says in Megillah Esther. And they, it says, rabim, tens of thousands. So who let them in? So this problem is an old problem. Uh, it's got exponentially worse. That's why uh, the hadiatists that are writing these uh, uh, things that you can, on a bad day, call a, an attempted tshuva, but even that's too nice. Uh, stop bringing a riot. You see, we have no problem. Basin shall is The chilik is going to be painfully obvious is that until Haskalah, everybody was from, came out, and when they came in, they knew they had to be a couple of mitzvahs, they liked it or not, because you couldn't be in the Jewish community without keeping mitzvahs. Everybody was keeping Shabbos. Everybody was keeping out there. Everybody put on tefillin. 
This is this is the chilik of the sugi, and you're gonna you're gonna hear about this over and over again. Because, and this chilik is completely ignored by everybody who trying who has an agenda. All the the, the, the not good apples who are maybe they mean the shame shemayim. Um, maybe I'm being too nice, but uh, the ones who are falsifying Torah, they miss this small little chilik, which is the whole chilik in the sugi. It's not small, and that is that all the people came like David Shlomo, Mordechai, Esther. You can't join the Jewish community and not do mitzvahs because everybody's doing mitzvahs. That's what Yiddishkeit was. You can't join and say, what are you joining for? I eat gefilte fish. I'm a cobble to give $18 UJA. And we're going to dance the horror. Whatever else, probably a few other things on the list. And then we're good to go. There is no such thing. If you don't, where were you for shacharis? It's Shabbos. What are you doing on your horse and buggy? There was no, it's hard for us to imagine. Class didn't exist. That kuf is out of some stukim here, karam over here, but that, until Haskalah, which was a, a couple hundred years ago. Everybody was from. So of course they have makabal mitzvahs, but still also chachilif to have an agenda. And the Ramam says, in the time of Davin and Shlomo, there are really people who are scared or want a lot of money. And they went to people who are Amaratsim. They got three people together from people, and they just they want to become Jewish. Okay, they didn't know all these dinim because of course Geris is a specialty, and they let him in. So the Ram says that's Chal Bedieved. The Ram doesn't have to spell out because the Makala misses. Of course, the Makala misses. You can't become Jewish if you're not both from the sugya. For the practicality is no one will let you into the community if you're scared of the Yidden, you want to be one of them. If you want to be one of them, you've got to come to shul, you got to put on tzitzis, you've got to wear tefillin, maybe wear tefillin all day. You have to look the part. So once you're doing all that, you're doing all the mitzvahs, you mazel kibitzvahs. And therefore, it's chal b'dievin. So, they didn't know what to do with these people. Look at the next part of the Ramah. But you based him, ha-gadol chayshin lahem. So the based on who knew that this was asr l'chatchil to do, and they're very nervous about all these people coming in, time of David, Shlomo, Mordechai Esther. And other times, the base in a gold chayshon lam lo dechon a son achashatavlu mikal makam lo makarven a son shetira acharisam. So what's the Rambam mean over here? So again, the Amaratzim. Um, we keep calling them clowns. It might be too nice a word also, but they keep writing. You see, the Rambam holds that Kabbalah's mitzvahs not makay because it says they wanted to see what would happen later on. That's not the Rambam already said. It's chal. Why are they waiting? What are they waiting to see afterwards? The answer is wait to see if they're a gerd tzedek. Maybe they misjudge them, and maybe the Taka is doing a me'ava. So, and then they'll brace them. So you've got to wait and see. And they certainly want to wait and see if it's obvious that they're falling away and not keeping enemies. Then they want to warn everybody in the community to stay away from them because they're going to have a bad influence on them. It has nothing to do with being chal or not. And rather, Dover is the next Rambam. In Tezayin, Lafi, Shegir, Shlomo, Noshim, Venasan, Vachain, Shimshin, Gir, Venasa. That's not very interesting. Shlomo was Magayar Noshim and Hassan, Lashon Rabim, and Shimshin was Magayar Vinasa. That's Lashon Yachid. It's only one. So which one? It's the answer. That's a Raya. The Ramam held. It's this one we're on right now. Lady from Timna. The one in between was uh, Zaina and Gaza, and we have to learn what that was, what was all about. Shiloh, whether they ever went near her. And then there's Dalila, and Pasha's Ramam learns that she was Jewish. Not very... Jewish-minded, but uh, she turned them in, and that's why I mentioned she had her own chromosphores, but she wasn't Gerus. So the Rambam holds, just for learning the Parsha Shimshin, there was only one, and that's this one we're on right now. Yeah. So the Rambam mean that Shlomo married them, it was made at the same time, so it's many, and here it's one at a time. Could be, 
Could be. It, it yeah, doesn't sound like that, but it's a possibility. It's not that makif for Pshat and the Ramam here, just for the storyline. They do. It's not my dig. Everybody points it out. Uh, that Lashon Yachid, and it fits in because there are other rise, and we get to the Lila that she was born Jewish, probably somewhat off. Uh, she was living or living with the Plishtim had a lot to do with them, so it wasn't good, but it doesn't mean she was born a Gaita. Vadavi Yadua, Shalachazru Elu Davar, and it's now known, 2020 hindsight, that they certainly did it because they wanted to marry Shlomo Melch. Now, why wasn't that obvious to Shlomo Melch? Two reasons. First of all, Shlomo Melech didn't really look into it too much because that wasn't his agenda. His agenda was to marry them so the Shver, not to pick a fight this time, to actually bring them in and be friendly, so the Shver should come to Yishalayim, and each Shver was a king. So the whole country would be Magai. It was a great plan, which we spoke about, and it didn't work because he ended up being over on certain dinim like Le'abel and Hashem, and the Geras process wasn't that ay It didn't work out because in his, uh, his reasons to bring the Gula, uh, he... He ended up trampling, not on purpose, of course, on certain details, and Akash Baruch Hu made it that it shouldn't work to show people that if you're not dotting your eyes and it's not found in the Shulchan Aruch, you shouldn't be doing it. So Shalom Al-Khim had Sharon Sadashmaya, but Dafka Sadashmaya was taken away, so it shouldn't work. And he, and he was nifter relatively young, so it shouldn't work. Had he stayed alive, on paper it would have worked. He would have been there longer to work on everybody. He didn't, and they started doing Avodah behind his back. And this is the main point of contention over here. So was the Geras Evachal in the first place? So I'll, I'll take the question. I mean, if Alapi based in Giram, it wasn't done with the based on Agadol, which means he had three Danim, but he's comparing it to like what happened by David and Shlomo. The based on Agadol didn't necessarily agree, and when they found out about it, it was already a done deal, and uh, they couldn't object. Chishvan because of that, the Pasuk relates to them, Ki'ilu. Ki'ilu is what the word Ki'ilu always means, for the Chafadimian. Ki'ilu, they're Shikses. But the Raman clearly holds they weren't. The question is why. Ki'ilu and Gaius would be Surin Undim. But the reality was that, as bid the evidence you can get, they were Yidden, or at least Suffolk Yidden. Va'ay, Shachiyach Seifan, Atchilas and Shein Avdes Varazara. Which we saw in this year, probably about 10 years ago. Uh, it criticized the Shlomo Melech as Kilu. He did it. He didn't go near Obama. He didn't do Avodah Zarah, obviously. But the wives that he brought did, and they would be Matantim Yushalayim, and he shouldn't have brought them in. So the big question over here, which some are pushing as a question, it's not. The, the, the Pshat and the Ramam, we will explain, is quite clear, but the question one could ask, or even this Raman quickly, is, well, the Ramam avoids saying they were Goyim Gemurim. It's Ke'ilu they were Goyim, which means the Geras was Chal. And then the Ram says, So, therefore what? If it shows they weren't Makabal Mitzvahs? So again, the... Uh, not so brilliant people say, oh, see, it's another raya. The Ramam holds that you don't need Kabbalah's mitzvahs. That's clearly not what the Ramam is talking about. The Ramam is talking about saying they talk about the less halacha, and that is they're Geri Tzedek, and if you don't do it for the right reasons, and certainly if you're not into it, and certainly if you lapse back to your Avodah quickly, or have Moshavas for that, even if you know you've got to keep the mitzvahs generally because you're the wife of the king and you're in Yushalayim, 
what they do when it came Shabbos, the worst of them, Bas Pyro, what she do? She's had a palace in Yushalayim. She did a Lakas Neiris on time. It was Yushalayim. She did it 40 minutes before Shkia. Not 18 minutes. Four minutes before Shkia. And uh, she kept Shabbos and she, uh, whatever, she had to act the part. So she's doing most of the misses anyway. Avarazara, for somebody who is an act of Avarazara, is a hard thing to drop. So it's not a chiddish that when she landed in the airport, I guess they called it then Melech Shlomo Airport, a much better name, they still had a green line and a red line. And they asked if you had anything to declare. And she had Avarazara's in her suitcase. She said, oh, nothing at all. I'm going to the green line. And since she had protexia because she was someone's wife-to-be, they let her through. Not good to ask her to open her suitcases. It just politically wasn't correct. So she walked right through. So does that show she wasn't a couple mitzvah? Still not. It might make it a suffix, but it, it means that she... We spoke about this at Charles Schultz yesterday. <laughs> I mean, she planned on keeping mitzvahs, but she wanted to be that from, and she figured there's got to be some heta for these things, and I'm very attached to them, and that sounds like a pella. There were... What? Hashem will understand. And, and that should be a pella because we, in Shaitim, and we learned Malachim, <laughs> there were many fine didn who held themselves to be fine from upstanding citizens who did that every day after the Ashkama minion. So you say, well, that's different. They were born Jewish. It is different. You've got to be makabal of the mitzvahs, but we're going to get to not for another couple of weeks. What if you have a case, and these are complicated, where they really had a mind to be a couple of mitzvahs more or less, but they had Yetzirah and certain things, they knew that um, I can't handle this now. That might not be Machia the Geras. But to come and say, if you're talking about people who have no plan of being from whatsoever, they just want to be Israeli, they have no Shaykhis whatsoever. They might keep Yom Kippur, maybe, but they have no, no Shaykhis doing day to day anything to do with Yiddishkeit. Mama's not talking about that because the queens over here wouldn't have, wouldn't have lasted for one day. And all, what I just said, which is over Pushit, all that is completely ignored in anybody writing a quote-unquote responsa on this Shaila to try to prove from the Rambam. Uh, Kabbalah's mitzvah is, uh, is not mocking. Right, and the Shaila is, like you said before, Gert Sedek versus, right, do we embrace that, do we not? Rav Strombach has a truva on this, has seven truvas on it. We're going to see a couple of them, and just small parts, where he's going to bring out these points and give us the Pshat and the Rambam. Whatever the Pshat and the Rambam is, to talk about Kabbalah's um, Mitzvahs not being Ma'akev is just so nonsensical. It, it doesn't, and the reason it's not highlighted is because it's all learned out from HaKlai, so all became Geirim and Nasev and Ishma, and without Nasev and Ishma, nothing starts. So Shaili is the question of degree, and how serious is Sveikas, and Umdana is that we're going to get into. But uh, for now, we have the covet of the Rosh Hashiva of Cook is here um, from Eretz Yisrael. So I wanted, uh, as years passed, if he can uh, share with us some divrei hazeris.